Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Bucs beat the New Orleans Saints. That's right. They beat the New Orleans Saints in New Orleans in the NFC Divisional Playoff game 30-20. to The defense was the big story, not the two old quarterbacks, although they had their moments as well. But the defense produced four turnovers, three interceptions, and a fumble recovery. And they go on, and uh, they are headed to Green Bay, Wisconsin, to play the Packers, the number one seed in the NFC on Sunday at 3.05. We're going to break down this entire game. We're going to tell you uh, a little inside stuff, what happened after the game between Drew Brees and Tom Brady, kind of touching sentimental stuff and um yeah how about that your tampa bay buccaneers with tom brady in his first season is headed back to the nfc championship game only the fourth time that the bucks have been there in their franchise history i'm rick stroud of the tampa bay times along with producer steve versnick hey old northeast jewelers you know them they have two locations the original store everybody knows on fourth street in st petersburg well now they have a brand new store in hyde park the address is 1607 west Swan Avenue in beautiful Hyde Park Village. Now, don't forget, Old Northeast Jewelers has online consultations. They get free delivery to your door for jewelries, for rings, and for luxury watches. And if you need money, I mean, after the holidays, we all do, right? Old Northeast Jewelers is always buying fine jewelry and luxury watches, so you can maybe trade a piece in that you've had for something brand new. Go see our friends at Old Northeast Jewelers, two locations, the one in St. Pete on 4th Street, and a brand new store at 1607 West Swan Avenue, in Hyde Park Village. All right, Steve, I am back to the hotel in New Orleans. It is very, very late or early this morning, depending on where you're at in the greater U.S. and Canada, um, and maybe even England, because we have some fans over there as well. Man, what what a, you know, you, you try to predict how these things are going to go, right? And, of course, the Bucks got more or less curb stomped uh, both times they played the Saints, particularly the last time in November, 38-3. to and their defense is still very, very good. Now, they were, they were playing without Taysom Hill, and they didn't have um, Latavius Murray. And, and you know, they, they had some, some things happen. Um, DeAndre Harris, I think, uh, went out uh, after his long punt return. But the bottom line is, you know, you just didn't see the Bucks defense, the young secondary in particular, and Devin White, who for this team was Ray Lewis. I mean, that's how good he was on a big stage. Uh, they end up intercepting Drew Brees three times, uh, also a uh, a fumble recovery by Devin White, who had one of those interceptions. Just a remarkable game by the defense. They come from behind, um, and they put away the New Orleans Saints and are now headed to the NFC Championship game. I, I, I was as flummoxed as the rest of you guys i mean i don't know did any did any what did they say because i didn't get to watch the, the the fox broadcast we knew that todd bowles was going to come after drew Brees. we just didn't know he'd be this successful well it absolutely well if you look at the past two games that when you know this season that they lost by double digit points in both games and particularly right. week nine when they looked atrocious mm-hmm. um drew Brees just carved them up but you know it, it became quite obvious 
and you know, I think the Bucks, you know, str- playing the defense this way that Drew Brees cannot throw the deep ball. They didn't even try. No. I mean, the only mm-hmm. deep ball they threw was Jameis Winston on a trick play. Yeah, which right. Chicago ran that same play against them last week. They just took that play that Chicago ran against they them last week. They stole it, yeah. Um, and the defense played well, but on that play, when Jameis Winston was – who didn't know he was going to throw that he ball? He was lined up as a receiver, and right. Drew Brees wasn't on the field. Hello. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and I think the Bucks realized it. The problem is four guys went after Alvin Kamara. Yeah. Which, you know, left the touchdown wide open in the middle of the field. I mean, you know, everyone who right. said Jameis couldn't throw the deep ball, well, that was a pretty good one. That was almost a hard one. To, you know, he was so wide open that mm-hmm. I thought for a minute he might air- airmail it. Well, and, and considering he's not like he's been warming up on the sidelines, because if right. you see him warm up on the sidelines, then you know the trick plays on. That's a tough. That's a tough play. I got to give him credit. That was a tough play. It looked like it was easy, and me and you could throw it, but that that wasn't as easy as it seemed. No, and like you said, I mean, it's not like he was sitting there warming up during the game. Because you know that would only give it away, so you can't do that. Right. I mean, you know, before the game. You know, as in, and Troy Aikman said, look, you know, Sean Payton put that play in this week and probably said, we're going to run this in the first half. Be ready, Jameis. Yeah. You know, so he's ready for it. But, um, and, and good, hey, you know, as I made notes during the game, but he probably has the highest QBR rating in playoff history for quarterbacks. 158. It's perfect. <laughs> or 53 or whatever the perfect rating is. I mean, hey, 50, that was his first touchdown, touchdown pass. It's his only play he's ever played in the playoffs. Right. But it was his first touchdown pass as a Saint. Yeah, that too. He's come in some games, but he had mm-hmm. not thrown a touchdown pass. Of course, he does it against the Bucks. They say they like him; they want to bring him back. I don't know, you know, what will happen with Hill and him um, both coexisting. I mean, he'll be a free agent, so he could sign with anybody if they wanted mm-hmm. him as their starter. Look, I mean, Drew Brees is limited, was limited, and I think for all the world looks like he's probably going to retire. At least that's this, where the smart money is. He signed a deal with NBC. Well, Jay Glazer before the game reported he would. Now, after okay. the game, Sean Payton and Drew Brees, neither one said, hey, we'll take some time and think about it, basically, is what Drew right. Brees said. But And he did that last year. You know, there was mm-hmm. a lot of sentiments, because I was at the Pro Bowl, mm-hmm. and you were too, probably, right? Yes. Like, and and he was running around with his kids and just sort of smelling the roses a little too much. It, it seemed for all the world, and he said, I'll have an announcement in a couple of weeks, but it seemed like he was really close to doing it then. And I think what happened was a lot of his teammates who were at the Pro Bowl Wanted him really badly to come back one more year. They're like, "Look, man, we're really good. We're really close. Mm-hmm. We could, we could win it all next year," and and he did. He came back. Of course, the Saints are going to have like ungodly cap ramifications when he when he does stop playing because they've deferred so much money to him um, that it's going to go on their salary cap. But um, you know, his story is is one of a Hall of Fame career, mm-hmm. and and he came back from eleven what eleven broken ribs a few weeks ago, and punctured lung. <laughs> yeah, punctured lung. I mean, he's just the toughest guy in the world. But you also know that his arm is is shot, mm-hmm. and they didn't really, even, you know, other than like you said, other than that throw by Winston, they did. You know, Drew Brees did not really try to stretch the field. And I think I had heard all week from coaches that, and and really, Bowles said it. I mean, so did Devin White. That like, look, we're we're going to go after these guys. Like, mm-hmm. we're going, we're going to play press man. We're going to get our hands on these guys. Try to knock them off their routes. Um, and make Breeze have to hold the ball or get off his spot. And they did both successfully. And, you know, um, they needed it because the offense for the Bucks, while they ran the ball pretty well, I thought, and they did make some plays in the passing game, they took advantage of every short field for the most part. I mean, they got three touchdowns off those four turnovers, mm-hmm. and including, um, you know, the, the, uh, the touchdown pass to Mike Evans, which was a great, a great one. 
um, in traffic. And, you know, you had Marshawn Lattimore draped all over him. Then they had the touchdown pass to Leonard Fournette and then a one-yard run by Tom Brady. And right. that's all she wrote. I mean – In the fourth you know, turnover, part, they could have scored, but it was the end of the game. They didn't need end to. End of the game, right, exactly. And that, that sealed it. That was Mike Edwards' interception mm-hmm. off kind of a deflected ball. Um, you know, it started out poorly. I mean, they had two egregious plays on special teams. One mm-hmm. resulted in a 56-yard return. Um, but they again, the defense held up when they when they prevented those guys from scoring touchdowns, and they they mm-hmm. made them kick two field goals by Will Lutz. Um, all of a sudden, you're like, eh, six nothing. It could be fourteen nothing, and that that's that's how the games run away from you. But their defense stood tall. You know, they had a first and goal at the six, I think. Um, you know, it was uh, it was looking bad there for a while. But when you break it all down, other than the punt return and then the one for a touchdown that was called back. Um, that those plays, and then they gave up a touchdown, you know, kind of late to Drew Brees on a 16 yarder. They're just, you know, Jameis's throw in, in the in the um, sort of the flea flicker uh, play was was their best play on offense, was their biggest play on offense, and you know that's kind of a fluke thing. You, they got you good, good, good on Sean Payton for dialing that up at the right time, but Brees couldn't do much, and. This defense won this football game in an opportunistic offense, and I thought the running backs ran the ball pretty well. Mm-hmm. I they agree. Had a nice mix. You know, they had one big play called back. Look, um, Brady was only sacked one time, and when you can go against that defensive front, which can get home in four, you know, rush, rushing four, and they played a lot of two deep, and so they, they nearly forced the Bucks to run the ball. They were inviting them to run it. And run it well, they did. They ran for 127 yards. Now, they had a lot of attempts. It was 35, so the average wasn't good. Um, but they were they did it enough to keep Brady clean, and and it wasn't a big statistical night for him either. I mean, his numbers are 199 he, yards, I think. Yeah, but, but two touchdowns and no yards. picks. Yeah, but but there's the key: a guy that had been intercepted five times uh, of his twelve this season by the Saints, who has a clean game, does not does not intercept uh, throw an interception, does not lose a fumble, was sacked only one time which is really saying something because Aaron Stinney, as you know, was making a start at right guard. Um, and so you got to give the offensive line credit. Mm-hmm. The offensive line has really come on in this postseason. Look, uh, Donovan Smith's played really, really well. He's had trouble with Cam Jordan. Those guys have stood up. i got to give them a lot of credit. They're playing their best football when they really need them to, even losing a starter. And, you know, when Brady is clean – we know he can make plays, and they picked up some some really key third down and longs, um, kept the chains moving, and more importantly, they turned those turnovers into touchdowns, and that that was it. So, wow, just uh, just a huge win for this franchise. And you know, again, going into the game, I really thought that the Saints had their number. I thought they were in their heads, but you could almost feel it when the Bucks took the lead that. The Saints have been here in, in you know the weirdness of the postseason mm-hmm. before, and the pressure really turned on Breeze because you know everybody knew it was probably his last game, and they didn't want him to go out this way, and they were favored, and you know they've had you know all these weird things happen to him, but um, you know it wasn't wasn't his night to say the least, and, and now they're going to play a Green Bay team. We can talk about this game, but a, a team that they beat and beat handily. They were down ten to nothing to him. I know it was early in the year, so again, you know, you can't draw mm-hmm. on that because look what just happened with the Bucks and the Saints. Um, but they scored 38 unanswered. And, you know, the elements are going to be a big part of the story all week. It's supposed to be 
24 degrees and snow. Yep. They're going to get snow over the weekend. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's quite a challenge. But let's just stop and appreciate. You were saying before we went on the podcast, I mean, Tom Brady has a chance. He's 60 minutes away from going to his 10th Super Bowl. 10. 10. He's also in the first quarterback years. to go to a conference championship in three different decades. That's stupid. <laughs> it really is. I mean, and here's the thing. As great as Aaron Rodgers is, and he's a Hall of Fame player, okay, um, and ironically, like not ironically, but surprisingly, I think this is his this is his first NFC Championship game at Lambeau. He's been to three out of the last four, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's only he has only been to one Super Bowl. He won it. It was ten years ago. I can't remember which anchor on Sports Center. I, I, it was. I don't remember which anchor it was. Made a, a quick joke, and I, maybe people heard it. Maybe they didn't. And this wasn't. I don't like I said. I don't remember who did it, but it was. You know, this will be the first time that Brady and Rodgers have met in the playoffs. And he says, "It's not to Tom Brady's doing. He's been to the Super Bowl almost every year of the yeah. year. It's Aaron Rodgers is not keeping up his end of the bargain." It's a good point. You know, it, it was a joke, but it's. But he's know, right. As, as he great as he is, Super Bowl. Yeah, they've. Yeah. You know, they they're not getting there as often as as that quarterback play should. Somebody was telling. I did a hit on ESPN Radio, and this guy was on a rant. I can't remember his name. I apologize um, to him. Um, but he was saying that, yeah, you know, Brady's been kind of lucky too. Like, you know, Rodgers is a better quarterback. And Rodgers, you watch his athletic ability, his ability to place the ball. And, you know, sometimes you got to just have the right situation. I mean, we look at the Seattle Super Bowl, and he was down 28-3 to to the Falcons. And, you know, David, of course, he had some things go against him, David Terry. And I'm thinking – Man, I don't know, as great as Aaron Rodgers is, to me, and it is a team game, but to me, I mean, he should have been to more Super Bowls and won more. I'm sorry, you don't get to nine Super Bowls by luck. Right? I mean, I'm not saying that you haven't had some luck along the way, but you also have bad luck. The David Tyree catch, the Manningham catch, and the other Super Bowl they lost to the Giants. Sure. Um, You know, I mean... yeah, of course there's luck in some games and, 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 you know, little things like, you know, I thought the Chris Godwin dropping the catch at the back of the end zone today could have cost that them. That could have cost them a game. Um, yeah. and, and it was a great catch by him. And just as he hit the ground, it you know, his elbow kind of hit rule. first. It knocked out. Rule, yeah. and, and, you know, it was the right call. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's, those, it's those little things that make the difference. I mean, you know, Tyler Johnson's catch today. That was huge. Um, you know, huge. keeps that drive going. Yeah. Um, you know, and then Scotty Miller on the same drive. I mean, you hadn't seen or seen from either of those two all day. The, um, the kids, the young kids in this team mm-hmm. have grown up and are handling big moments. And that's the thing. You don't expect young guys to handle these moments. No. And, well, know? I mean, look at the, the first defensive play. Devin White makes a big tackle for, right. for practically no gain, the first play of the game. I mean, and mm-hmm. getting back to the defense, too, because this game started and you started going, uh-oh. Because the Bucks get the ball first, and what do they yep, do? Three and out. Three and out. Then they give up a big punt return because Mickens doesn't wrap up. He tries to hit hit them instead of wrapping them up. It's a big return. Mm-hmm. And the defense holds, but they get they only give up a field, field goal. goal. So mm-hmm. kudos on the defense. And what do the Bucks do the next drive? Three and out. Three and out again. And you're going, <laughs> this is a replay of, of week nine against the Saints. You're going. It's Whoa. the worst. You know, yeah. and, and on third, I still don't. I know this defense, this offense is all about the long ball, and no yeah, risk, it, no and risk it. 
third how one many seems times to be there on down, one, down the field? Yeah. Early in a game, are we going to go at long? Everybody knows that's what you're doing because what you do almost every time. Right. How about just get a first down? Exactly. Particularly when you went three and out the first first time, and the second time, what do you do on third and short? You go long again. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, you know, there was guys open, and Brady, they just missed. He just know, missed Gronkowski. Just off Gronk. He, he, yeah. he missed some guys tonight by by inches, Just off Godwin but, on another one. Just, yeah. you know, I mean, it's mm-hmm. – but how about getting a low first down or two? throws. How about, you need how a about yard. getting some momentum, get, building – you know, I'm not saying you never do that. Don't get me wrong. Right. But, you know, you just went three and out. You gave up a field goal after a horrible special teams play. Uh-huh. And now you've got it back. Get the first down. Just right. get some momentum. I mean – they had a 15-play scoring drive in this game. That kind of took momentum completely away from New Orleans. Right. You know, no, you that, need that, three that's more a, plays. That's a Tom Brady drive right there. I mean, that's what, mm-hmm. that's what he does best is just yeah. manage the game, and, and, and I'll take what you give me. Yes. And, and, and you take shots, sure, but how many times on third and short are we going to do that? And it almost never works. I thought, you know, th- there was a little too much emphasis on running the ball on first down, I thought, for my taste. I thought they could have mixed mm-hmm. that up a little bit. But for the most part, Brady Brady was efficiently patient. And in mm-hmm. other words, they were in cover two. And the thing about Brady is it's like, okay, you're going to keep two deep safeties, we're going to run the ball. Mm-hmm. You keep, you're going to go, man, one yep. safety, we'll throw the ball. Like, he really does have the patience and mm-hmm. understands strategically how to attack what he's seeing in front of him. And I think, you know, there were some third and mediums, third and shorts where I had no trouble handing the ball off because they had seven man fronts, and you know they were they were going to run the ball downhill on them and, and did really well. So I was say Jones pretty, and Fournette did great. Yeah, they did, and, and I think he checked to some of those runs. But you know, Brady Brady plays the position a way that a lot of guys don't. Right, um, the experienced ones do, but. He's he's going to see where you're vulnerable and he'll attack it. And well, he's waiting for you to make a mistake. Yes. Instead of chest. forcing the yeah. action, I'll keep be, I'll keep going three and out and punting it if I have to. Right. But I'm going to wait right. till you make the mistake. I and mean, that that's a Bill Belichick. I mean, that's what Belichick does better than anybody. They will beat themselves. Right. Yep. We're right. not going to beat yep. ourselves. We're going to wait for you to make the mistakes, and that's when we're going to capitalize. And with right. offense and right. defense. I mean, Bill, 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 Belichick's always special teams too. We're going to let you make the mistake. You know. We're not going to make the mm-hmm. mistakes. We'll let you make the mistakes, and that's how we're going to win. And then we're going to strangle you with it. Yeah, when mm-hmm. we get in the red zone, we're going to bury you with touchdowns, um, which is what they did. It was impressive. Again, I-, I thought the Saints are a better football team. I obviously didn't know what I was talking about this week. <laughs> and it, but, but you only needed to be better for three hours, and they were. Um, you know, it, it, it was still one of the better Saints teams I've seen because I just think that you know, prior to some of those injuries, they were really, really strong. And, you know, I don't know what they'll do after this year, but, you know, Breeze deserved, you know, a, a better send-off. I'm sure a lot of Saints fans are unhappy that that's going to be the last time they see him um, play a game, most likely. Although, it was interesting, Steve. So, after the game, and this has gone, I guess this has gone viral, this, these photos that have mm-hmm. cropped up. We took some ourselves. But Breeze was out. Fairly early after the game, had showered and was out there with his wife and and three, four kids. Has a little daughter. Uh, it's about my daughter's age. Doing exactly what my daughter would do was his cartwheels in the end zone. And then his other three boys were taking turns making, like, incredible, you know, toe-tap swag catches in the back of the end zone to each other. It was really funny. Um, and, and at one point, Breeze was, like, videotaping them. 
But he sat there and he waited and he waited and he waited. And, you know, they may do this after every game, like Allstott's kids and him used to do it. But this one took on kind of a different meaning simply because you realize, like, ooh, when he walks out of here tonight with his kids and his family, the next time they come back, he will not be a player. Like, this is his last sort of let's chuck the ball around on the on the yard as a player day. And, by, again, by all reports. And, and then, you know, we did our Zoom with Brady, and then shortly thereafter he's still playing around with his kids and out walks Brady. And Brady had to catch a bus and, and ultimately the plane and everything. He was one of the last ones. Although I'm sure they'll time. hold it for him. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, they're not going to leave the quarterback <laughs> behind uh, the franchise. Um, so yeah, they did hold it for him, and he had a you know a fairly long conversation. The really cool thing was before he left, he was tossing balls in the end zone to Breeze's kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, Drew couldn't do it, right? So I mean, <laughs> just ouch. Saying I know, I took a shot there. It was a bad one. It's not right, um, but I took one, and. Um, and so, yeah, it was, you know, I mean, that's what I think I saw where it was like over, could, could this be possible over 900 miles of passing yards these two have together? Something oh, it's, like I'm that. sure. Or 900 it's, miles, 900 miles of passing yeah. yards, something like that. Yeah, I mean, they're the top two in NFL history. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's crazy. Top two touchdowns, long. top two completions, top two yards. yards. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they're, I mean, it's just it's incredible the you know and you know what Breeze just turned forty two against yeah, a forty three year old quarterback first time ever in playoff history two forty eighty five years mm-hmm. eighty five years of quarterback out there yeah yeah no it was it was one for the ages and now you know I mean it was either going to be Brady and uh, you know Brady and Rogers or Rogers and Breeze um, but it's going to be Tom Brady against that that Packers team which. Look, they look really strong. They look they look like a better team than the ones, you know, the one that came back down here earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. But I think their advantage is probably a little bit their elements, first and foremost. The fact that they're built to play in those elements with a strong running game um, and, and a variety of runners. they got, like, three different ones mm-hmm. that they use. Yep. Um, and then just the synergy of Aaron Rodgers and, you know, Devontae um, – Adams. Well, but but Breeze to Thomas had zero catches today. He did. He did. I, I mean, there's another. Th- I mean, the Bucks defense, unlike last down. week, who was not happy with their performance and came no. into this game, right? And this week they're going in with a lot of confidence. They shut they down are. Drew Breeze. They shut down Michael Thomas. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they they got three picks off Breeze and forced a fumble. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, this defense is going to have a lot of swag and confidence going into this game, and um, it should. Absolutely. I mean, that, I mean, this is this is back to the defense early in the season that was dominating. Yes. You know, and, and kind of at the end of the season kind of dipped some and, and could be a lot of reasons for that. But, um, you know, I, I thought I thought their their press coverage was. I thought it threw Bra- uh, Breeze off. Some of, of his throws were really bad because that press coverage was messing him up. He yeah. they, they weren't expecting that. They weren't prepared for that. Um, I, I thought they did. It, I thought the the Murphy bunting uh, pick on Michael Thomas. I know she, uh, Saints great. fans want to say it was pass interference, but you do get no. you do get one bump within the first five yards, right? And um, that was that was predicated on a blitz by Devin White. Mm-hmm. So you know, even when he didn't get to the quarterback, he was still affecting the play. Yep. Um, 
Yeah, he just I mean, look, Antoine Winfield Jr. made some huge tackles. Yes. You know, well, and he forced the fumble. He forced the fumble and it was it was huge at that time. And Devin White scooped it up and thought he should have scored. But um they all they all those young guys, you know, you gotta give look, give Jason Light a little love too. I mean, they brought these guys in here. I remember talking to people before the draft, and when I say people, like draft Knicks are, you know, they're their own little crew. Um but I was at an owner's meeting. I think it was in owner's meeting. Yeah, NFL owner's meeting. It was in Arizona, I believe. And I talked to John Lynch, and it was right after the Bucks had, I want to say they had drafted Devin White. And I was like, hey, did they overdraft this guy, Devin White? And he goes, oh, no. I go, really? Because line, inside linebacker, that's rare to go. He goes, he, he's he's worth every 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 pick they made. He goes, the guy's phenomenal. He's going to be. He's gonna be. He's gonna be able to. And you know, he showed flashes of it. He was hurt a lot as a rookie. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, this dude, this guy, he's a bad man. Well, that'll I make mean, you a captain in your second year, unless I know. one you're talented, but two, you've got right. that other it factor. Yes, he's the alpha, no doubt. And the thing is, he's still learning the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Bruce Arians said, well, I heard a lot of people complain about how he covers. You know, running backs are getting pass coverage. He goes, I don't think he was. He, I don't think he was too bad today. No, no, he wasn't. No, um, but yeah, he's still making mistakes, and that's of course that's what happens with a second year player. He's twenty two. Yeah, twenty two years old. Yeah, but man, when he makes those plays, when he when he hits somebody, when he's Ooh. chasing down the quarterback, when he's cleaning people up. Yeah. Did yeah. you see the stiff arm? Oh yeah, after his pick. Whew. Oh yeah, it was great. <laughs> Well, he was – I mean, he, all he did was play running back and, yep. and linebacker mm-hmm. when he was growing up. He he just flipped to the other side of the field, and he was, you can see where he was good at it. He kind of he kind of picks his way through the offensive line uh, when he's rushing the passer, too. Mm-hmm. I think that vision has helped him. But he is the impact player on this defense. Like, we've talked about, you know, Shaq Barrett, and, and Shaq had a, a historic season, right, for the mm-hmm. NFL mm-hmm. a year ago. And he's still a very good pass rusher. Had he not gotten COVID, he might have gotten ten this year. Jason Pierre-Paul is a hell of a player, hell of an edge player. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dominican Sue know, in the all, middle. Was... Dominican Sue is just a, you know solid run stuffer. Guys got four, four, five, six sacks. Um, can do everything. But Devin White, man, Devin White is their he's their motor. He's their star. I mean, he he is for lack of a better mm-hmm. term, he's their Patrick Willis. He's their he's their Ray Lewis. And and to be honest with you. Kind of the arc he's on is there is the same as them. I mean, you start you start elevating your team to Super Bowls and winning them at this age, and you're going to be you're going to be mentioned among the elite. Well, your hope is he becomes the Derek Brooks of this Derek generation Brooks. of, of Buccaneers. Go. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's what your your Mr. hope is Buck. for him. Yep. And and yep. look, he's got a chance to be that type of player. He does, you know. He really uh, does. You know, you look at you know his the physical attributes he has, but the way he plays the game, he's he plays. I mean, you know, he's well advanced in his football knowledge at this point for his career. Um, like I said, you don't become captain in your second year at inside linebacker and wearing the headset and everything else unless you know you've got that it factor in addition to the physical attributes and everything else. So, right. um, you know, I. I to watch him the next few years is going to be a lot of fun oh. for Bucks fans. I mean, if he don't make if he don't make some All Pros, not just Pro Bowl but All Pros. Well, but you know what? Look, this he, is he, how you like, make. He your should name. have made the Pro Bowl this year. 
He no question. He will next. No. That, he's going to be the perfect case of made it a year One. too late because yes. just not enough of the league knows you. Your rookie right. season, you weren't on national TV very much because right. it was the Buccaneers. You didn't have Tom Brady yet, and, and, and you were hurt some you, too. So you know this was were, the breakout year, and right. so you know next year, assuming that he has a, a good year, he'll be in the Pro mm-hmm. Bowl next year. I would agree with that, and I think, I think also, you know, the postseason is about your legacy, right? Mm-hmm. Being a Super Bowl champion, but the whole league watched that game tonight or Sunday night. Mm-hmm. And and millions and millions of people. And they're all going to remember Devin White and the way he played because he was everywhere. 11 tackles, um, fumble recovery, interception. That's, that's one of the greatest playoff games. This is somebody, uh, John Romano, I was with. I said, you know, that might be he, – he filled the stat sheet, right? He almost checked every box. Mm-hmm. And I said, next to Rondé Barber, that may have been the greatest defensive performance in a playoff game that I've seen from the Bucs, from, from an individual player. Now, Warren Sapp one time had three sacks of Brett Favre, and they were going helmet to helmet. It was great. It was amazing theater, but they got thumped. Um, but, but Sapp was great. But the, but the number of the ways he can beat you, Devin White, and he's also, you know what he is? He's their best eraser, too. Because you'll see Alvin Kamara, and maybe he breaks through there, and sometimes Devin will miss the tackle, but you'll just see White just continuing to go get after it. Mm-hmm. play after play. So I was really impressed with him. And, and again, like the whole nation will be talking about him tomorrow, you know, and today. And, and rightfully so. Yeah. So you think you think Green Bay had a – I mean, I guess they don't really care who they play. They're at home. They're the number one seed. They're on a roll. But if somebody just scored 38 in a row, now, you know, sort of what the, what the Saints did to the Bucks and didn't bother them to go on the road. Well, I'd like this matchup for the Bucks. I'll tell you why. Do you want the revenge if you're the Packers? I mean, is well, that is that an extra motivation of, yeah, we want the Bucks because we want to prove that you know, I mean, that was a fluke? You know, I want the easiest team I can play to go to the Super Bowl. Sure. Well, I'm <laughs> sure. I, want. Sure. I don't care. I don't care about revenge, man. But, but now that it's the Bucks, now you now you you that's part of your you know. Hey, yeah, we gave up 38 unanswered. We need you know. Yeah. But then again, you know, they think the Bucks just proved that you can overcome a, a bad loss, but. Mm-hmm. 38 unanswered, man. It's like, that's a lot of points, dude. Well, and only, what, the third pick six in Aaron Rodgers' career? Yeah. I mean, they dominated him. And you just wonder, you know, if, if they can hit him hit him early, do some stuff. Rodgers is really, really good, though. I mean, that, that would be an unbelievable game, um, or will be an unbelievable game in the frozen tundra. I was going to say, I'm surprised you haven't brought, broke out your Chris Berman Bay of Pigs yet. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> It's the Bay of Pigs from storied Lambeau Field. Um, I'm looking forward to go up there. It's it's not an easy place to get to, first and foremost. You've got to like take a connector somewhere through Chicago or Minneapolis and hop over to either Green Bay or Appleton on one of those regional jets, which is a lot of fun. In the snow. Year. Yeah, in the <laughs> snow, right. What could happen? What could go wrong with a small jet in the snow? Um, except everything. But that, you know, Green Bay's – Green Bay's about as crazy about football. I wonder what the reaction will be, you tweeps, you people that are on Twitter with me and and listen to our podcast. I want to know what you think too. You could, you should you know try to contact. You can always do that on Twitter at uh, s Sports Day TV. But um, but I wonder what the hype. You know, it's hard because there's 
only 16,000 fans can go and, and the Bucks' home season is now over unless they get to the Super Bowl. And, you know, I just wonder, well, like, what's the community's response to this win? What do you think? What do you think most people? Most people could not have picked them to win, right? They were, I think, three or four point underdogs. It was, I, it was just I think a lot surprising. of the fans were picking them to win. But, I mean, look, I, I thought the performance, particularly by the defense, I mean, this game was 30 to 20. It wasn't that close. Right. Um, right. I thought the defense was dominant. I mean, you know, you give the special teams gives up essentially the field goal early. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, Breeze didn't do a lot. Your running game was good. Camaro was right. good, but not great today. Um, Michael right. Thomas, no catches. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't, I didn't expect, you know, I mean, we talked about, you know, the Bucks went three and out, three and out. And if you remember on the third third drive, they had fourth and one. Yeah. On their front, they, they almost went, for went it. They, I mean, they, they went for it, but otherwise they went three straight three and outs, essentially. I mean, you know, they, they went the offense out. struggled yeah, yeah. at the beginning, but the defense kept it close enough until the mm-hmm. offense got going, which is, you know, that complimentary football we always talk about. Yeah. And, and you know, that, that every coach and every player talks about is, you know, the defense held them into it till the offense – got going and the running game got going and then you know Brady was able to hit a few receivers and and, and you know ends up winning 30 to 20 taking he only advantage had 18 of the completions mm-hmm. 18 completions is not a lot um his main target uh was actually Chris Godwin who caught 4 for 34 the guy who led them in receiving was Cameron Brait Cam mm-hmm. Brait's had a couple good good playoff games he had 4 for 50 yards um, well, we know Lattimore, you know, does a great job covering Mike Evans and and has for years. Yeah, now. he and shuts him down. Although Mike, he, Mike Evans got, got the TV. touchdown on him, but he didn't. Yeah. He didn't do a lot outside of that. No, no. Um, I mean, that was his only catch. That was it today. Yep. But I mean, you know, look, Brady what threw it thirty three times. They ran the ball thirty five. They were balanced, so yeah. they were extremely balanced mm-hmm. uh, as far as as that goes. And so, you know, but you know, Brady played the smart. Smart ball. I mean, you know, they had what five long balls. They completed one of those, mm-hmm. but beyond that, everything was it was, you know, it was calculated. It was it was you know, we're not going to make the mistakes, right? You know, we're gonna we're gonna methodically move the ball, and, and our defense is playing well, and and they capitalized on everything the defense did for them. I mean, they scored on the first three turnovers, and the fourth one ended the game. Yeah, or, you know, no, you can't can't do better than that. And Brady said it. He goes, "Look, when you're a plus four, we were minus three. When you're a plus four, you're going to win those games. Um, and they did. So on to Green Bay, man. It's going to be cold. It's going to be so cold. I hate it. 24 degrees. I'm not playing, so it doesn't matter. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. By the way, did you see uh, Tom Brady trying to high five the ref? He did after his touchdown. <laughs> he went Seriously. over the ref and put up his hand for a high five. You can see the ref behind his mask, kind of laughing, and didn't raise his hand. 
Uh, well, which, they were talking. They which were I got to give kudos the to the ref because if someone gives a high five to me, it's just kind of natural reaction to high five them back. Yeah, I mean, you know, not not that you meant it or anything, and you know, but I'm sure they've well, been look, Tom, taught Tom's that been around. Too, but yeah, he's been here for so long. He knows these guys. Like knows them, knows them. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and and so yeah, those are his peeps. Yeah, I, it was great. I mean, you know, he did it, and he was kind of laughing, and the, the official was laughing. The Rays. The Rays actually on uh, Twitter and probably other social media uh, took the picture of that and put Brendan Lau giving Brady a high five, saying, "We'd never leave you hanging, Tom Brady." <laughs> it's a great picture that they uh, they put on uh, Twitter and other social media outlets. So, yeah, that's funny. Well, we'll have probably uh, Bruce Arians if not tomorrow on Monday, I'm sure. Um, that is tomorrow, or well, today. Well, <laughs> that is today. You're right. What am I thinking? <laughs> You know what screwed me up? Because last week was what, a Saturday podcast, game. People, last week was a Saturday, and we didn't have anybody on Sunday. But you're right. He'll, of course, he'll talk tomorrow. It could have been his postmortem, which uh, will not be this time. But, uh, yeah, regular week and then a 3.05 game on Sunday. Um, on the other side of the coin, it's going to be the uh, Kansas City Chiefs against the Buffalo Bills, right? So how about, how about, how about this? As bad as Michigan football has been, but – I Michigan quarterbacks uh, quarterbacked <laughs> half the teams to the conference championships. There you go. Granted, it, it just shows you how bad they've been because both those quarterbacks graduated 14 or more years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, hopefully Patrick Mahomes is uh, going to be okay. Uh, he yeah, left because scary. of concussion I, protocol. I couldn't and, tell. Like, he didn't look like he hit that hard, but, I mean, it's concussion's a concussion. So They kind of were saying it was because he kind of got – horse collared and choked out that's why he was struggling but i i don't know i mean i'm you know i'm I'm not a doctor so i don't want to diagnose a neurologist i know and the thing is they need an independent one which is going to be interesting so we'll see uh uh how about how about uh bruce arians going for it on fourth and one late did you see that play yeah that was pretty gutty i mean everyone thought thought he was just gonna you know take the time out and punt and brady's really good at the sneak though like he's one of the better quarterbacks that can pick that up somehow he has a knack for it no no i'm saying in in the the kansas city game at the end of the game oh and oh and the can yes yes yes, yeah, yes, yes when yes. chad henny um, when henny picked it up yeah well, well he he dove for it was a half yard short and then they went for it on fourth down he threw it to tyreek hill got the first down to seal the game it didn't of seem like they had any chance of covering tyreek on that route by the way no like i don't know how they could have stopped it yeah as fast as he is like I just don't see how they could. As long as you make it. a good throw, right? But you know, many would have said, you know, hey, with a backup quarterback, let's just punt it. Nope. Oh yeah. Nope. Andy said we're all in because everyone on our side knew we were going for it. There was no question. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're going to have a tough one with the Bills. I like the Bills a lot. I do too. Um, it is in Kansas. Well, look, if Mahomes, if Mahomes isn't playing, then I really like the Bills. Well, of course, yeah. Um, but. You know, if if Mahomes is playing now, how healthy is he? And it is yeah. in Kansas City. Um, although, like I said, home field isn't as big this year as it has been. But no, but you'd rather be home. But I think since the Bills lost to the Chiefs in Buffalo, it was early in the season. I think they're someone said they're like eleven and one since then, or something yeah, like hot. that. I mean, this uh, the only the only loss was that um, Hal Murray. They had they had the Arizona mm-hmm. Cardinals beat that's until right. that's right. the Hell Murray. So you, you erase that, which was a fluky thing at best. And you're you're about as hot as any football team you know in the NFL right now. Bucks are hot too, though. 
Yeah, yes, Bucks they are. Have won six in a row. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you consider they're what thirteen and five, I mean, that's crazy. It, hey, look, this is everything that the Glazers and the Buccaneers had hoped for. Everything. I mean, you they're know, sixty minutes you, away you, from getting what they wanted. You went eleven and five. You made it to the playoffs. You've now won two playoff games. You're in the NFC. Con- You're sixty minutes from hat and t-shirts if you win. I'm coming home, yep. Coming home with your hat and t-shirts in your stadium. Mm-hmm. Something that has never been done before. Another box that Brady can check. The guy is incredible. You know, he just is. And it's been something to watch, man. I'm I'm going to be interested in breaking this game down this week. Now it'll be the the subject will turn to Brady versus Rodgers. Um They'll pro- probably Brett Favre might be uh, interviewed about going to the Vikings and what that was like. You know, there's a lot of a lot of cool little storylines. You know, with this uh, matchup, but the weather will be one too. And Brady said he goes, "Look, it's cold in the Northeast, cold in the Midwest." You know, I don't uh, worry about Brady so much in the weather. It's a lot of no, the other the guys players that haven't played. Yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, Brady Although, Brady has played a lot of playoff games in the snow. Not many people get to play that much in the snow. He has. Um, yeah. It gets cold in some of these other places, though. I mean, you know, you got Chris Godwin went to Penn State. Yeah, right? well, I mean, Godwin has, but like Devin White is from Louisiana, went to LSU. He's from Louisiana, yeah, it's going to be cold. How many times has and, he played and, in a game like that? Um, not, not many. And and you know, Brady, Brady even said it. He goes, "Look, you know, he says it's not going to be the team that's that's the warmest that's going to win. It's going to be the one that executes." Yep. He will not. He will not take his foot off their throats. <laughs> Don't worry. You know, at this point, even Tom was like, he goes, "Look, it's a because usually he downplays where they're at in the playoffs. Usually, it's just oh, we're just on to you know, just the Belichick and we're on to uh, was you know whoever's next. But he actually gave himself. You know, he just said, "Hey, this is we're one of four teams. This is a hell of an accomplishment. You know, this is a unique team. These guys are great. Really enjoy playing with them." He goes, "But you know, NFC Championship game, man." Only the fourth one. Think of think of Tampa Bay sports in the last year. Crazy. The Lightning win the Stanley Cup. Crazy. The Rays take the Dodgers to six games in the World Series. And Game Five was maybe one of the greatest ever played. Right? I mean, the greatest, most exciting. Yeah. The Rowdies um, make their championship game. Now it wasn't held because of COVID reasons, but they make the mm-hmm. championship. And now Tampa Bay is in the NFC Championship. And the City Buccaneers of Champions, are, man. It City is. of Champions. It is. Yeah, we are scorned no more. Take that, Boston and New York and Chicago. <laughs> it's just kind of funny to me. I if I'm happy for the Bucks fans. The Bucks fans oh. have waited a long time. When you wait 13 that, years between playoff games, yeah, that's a long time. How do you suppose they feel in New England right now? How hard are they rooting for? They're rooting. Obviously, they're rooting for Tom. But man, they must. At this point, you're pretty mad at the organization. If you're like, well, wait a minute, he well, can play that well. Well, but Matt, yeah. I mean, the organization didn't kick him out. He left on his own. Well, he left because he knew they didn't want him, and well, they I, weren't they weren't doing anything to surround him with any weapons. Okay, if you want to be mad at the organization for that, I mean, you know, it's not like they traded him. No, they did not. He left of his own accord. Right, that's true. I mean, you know, when they signed him to a deal a couple years ago, he wanted to have the out to leave if he wanted, and they honor mm-hmm. that because he's the greatest player ever and they right. gave him that option and he took him up on it yeah 
Now, if if the reasons he left was because they didn't supply him with weapons or he was tired of Belichick or whatever else, then that's a different thing. But, yeah. I mean, it was his choice to leave. It wasn't like well, – this wasn't an instance where Belichick traded him. No. Of course, I don't think Robert Kraft would ever let him do that. Maybe he tr- wanted no. to, but – Yeah. Well, they didn't have a backup plan. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Well, Cam I think Newton. he did a couple of years ago, but that got traded to San Francisco. Yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah. <laughs> He took his backup plan. He'll have a chance to draft a good quarterback in this next draft, but, so we'll see. But if if I'm a Patriots fan, I mean, Tom Brady helped you go to nine Super Bowls, which you won six. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be mad at the organization for that too? I mean, I mean, I it, was, I it wasn't just Brady. It was the organization and Belichick and all the other players. I mean, you know, yeah, I that's what happens are... in sports. When you win a lot, eventually you lose some. I mean, it happens yeah. everywhere. I mean, take the the Lightning – you know, his first two games was against Chicago Blackhawks. That's a really mm-hmm. bad team. Yeah, it is. You know, five years ago, they wrapped up their third Stanley Cup in five seasons. They're a really bad team right now. And the Lightning put right. five goals in each game, and the Panthers gave scored five on them on Sunday as well. Um, yeah. You know, they're a mess in rush coverage and on the back end. And, you know, but that's sometimes the cost of winning is you lose at some point. I mean, particularly in sports with salary caps. Right. Well, for now, it's just a hell of a ride. For now, they're headed to Green Bay, and the Bucks fans will get to hear all week long the uh, people break down those games because not everybody picked Tampa Bay. A lot of people thought they were going to get wiped again, and they didn't. So it would be fun to hear the morning shows, which, by the way, are coming up just in a couple hours. (laughs) I'm going to have to uh, catch a plane um, actually through Atlanta. We used to have nonstops back in the day to New Orleans, but not anymore. Um, and so, yeah, I got to get back for uh, Bruce Arians tomorrow. So we'll have his comments. Um, my guess is we'll talk to Tom Jones sometime this week, perhaps. So lots to look forward to, as well as getting you ready for Bucks at Green Bay. This is, so, this is Bay. such a much better January than coaching search stories, right? Oh, God. <laughs> can't imagine. I mean, I can't imagine. I thought for a minute that maybe the Browns would pull it off, and you hope that Patrick Mahomes is okay. Because after mm-hmm. he fell backwards and got that concussion, um, you know. Well, the Browns should have been a lot closer with that fumble at the one or the oh, half yeah, yard no line that goes to, through the end zone and out, and yeah, it's a, no doubt. a turnover, which that's a harsh rule. People although, hate that rule, I know. Although it, it forces you to value the ball at the goal line, I mean. Well, and you also, you, you know, you can't um, it's a fine line because if teams fumbled the ball forward out of bounds, they'd get mm-hmm. credit for where the ball went out of bounds. And mm-hmm. then yep. you, you'd have the holy roller situation. That's what that rule was about. You know, the, years ago, the, the Raiders and, and um, Ken Stabler rolled one towards the end zone until they recovered it for a touchdown. So um, that's sort of where it comes from. But good playoffs, man. Lots to, uh, lots to dive into. And your Bucks are still playing. Man. I mean NFC Championship game. Well, here's the other part. You can you know easily make the case that the best four teams are left. Yes, absolutely. I mean, you know, there's no question the AFC. The best two teams were the Chiefs and the Bills. And no matter who gets in the Super Bowl, it's going to be young guns against the old guard. That's it. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, unless Chad Henney is a quarterback. Tom Brady. Or Chad, Chad Henney. <laughs> I hope not for that kid. No, I hope, I hope not. I mean, It would be I, good I, for Chad Henney. But. Well, yeah, I want to see Mahomes, though. I mean, yeah. 
I think I he's think incredible. I think he's an incredible quarterback. And, you know, yeah. with Bianami calling plays and Andy Reid, and it, I mean, that offense is fun to watch. They're really good. You know, what's also fun to watch is our friends at Old Northeast Jewelers because they've got two locations. And if you have some jewelry needs, please go see these folks. They're at 4th Street North. You know that one in St. Petersburg. And now they have a brand-new store in Hyde Park. It's 1607 West Swan Avenue in Hyde Park Village. And don't forget, they got uh, online consultations. They've got free delivery uh, for your jewelry, your rings, your watches. And if you need some extra cash, uh, they'll buy some of your luxury watches or some of your jewelry. You can trade that in for a piece you really love. So it's Old Northeast Jewelers, two locations, the one on 4th Street North in St. Pete, of course, and 1607 West Swan Avenue, Hyde Park Village. For Steve Verstick, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Have a great day, everybody. 